so welcome back to the Beast Game Podcast. And today we're talking about Netflix's Beckett. This stars John David Washington. It's directed by Fernando Cito Florimarino. The writers are Kevin A. Rice and the director. Don't want to say his name again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fernando. Fernando uh, Cito Filo Marino. Marino. Jesus, that's a hell of a name, man. Filo Marino. All right. And it stars John David Washington, Boyd Hallbrook, and Vicky Creeps. The synopsis is, following the tragic car accident in Greece, Beckett, an American tourist, finds himself at the center of a dangerous political conspiracy and on the run for his life. The movie starts off with Beckett and his girlfriend. They're vacationing in Greece. They're in the hotel, and someone tells them, hey, there's going to be like this protest coming. You guys might want to move. So they... Run a car, they're traveling to another town. Beckett falls asleep at the wheel, drives off. He kind of comes to very briefly, thinks he sees something, waking up in the hospital. It turns out that he might have killed his girlfriend in the process of that car crash. And so he's just very sad. He's trying to get back home. Eventually, he just gets it into himself that he wants to go back to the scene of the accident just to display grief. People start shooting at him from that point on and then he's kind of on the run. James, how did you feel about Beckett? Watch this movie just on a whim. Just decided to go with it. She picked it out. I thought the movie was okay. I will say that John David Washington, he's a pretty good actor. I never really paid attention to his other roles that he has in movies. This movie wasn't bad, but it had so many plot holes. It's like so many things that was happening that I'm like, why would you do that? Why would you go this way? Why would you not do this? Why would you not do that? Took me out of the movie. But overall, I did enjoy the movie. Only thing that bothered me with this outside of the major plot hole. That was a major issue. Give me an idea what plot hole you're talking about. Maybe plot holes is not the right term. It's just certain things that he was doing. I was just like, that was the dumbest shit that you could have ever done. You caused yourself to be in this situation. I would have moved differently. And I'm quite sure that most people would have moved differently. So there was a scene when I think he got off the train. He got off the train. He looked left. It was cops over there. He looked right. There's a dude that got on the phone looking at him, like just constantly looking at him. He knows that he yeah. can't trust anyone. Yeah, yeah. He knows he can't trust anyone, right? Because something so, just happened right before that. <laughs> right, right. He don't know who's after him. He just know that he's wanted, and they want to kill him. You can't trust anyone. So you're going to walk up to this guy. Matter of fact, not walk up to this guy. Walk up around this guy, not be on guard. And damn near, he got stabbed up. I would have stuffed him first. Up. I would have just stuffed him. Exactly. Up. It's like, okay, one, he was kneeled down. Like he was on his phone. They looked like he was tying his shoe. Dude, you have a weapon on your arm. You got a cast. Knock that man over his head and keep it pushing. Just say if the guy was not a threat to him, he just have a maybe a slight bruise. He'll be knocked out. Maybe have a concussion. It's okay. Uh-huh. Keep it moving. But that dude could have killed him. It's like just certain things he was doing. For a person that's being chased by unknown people, that people you can't trust and you're in a foreign country, you did not have your head on a swivel. That's what I was saying. So he was just he was just moving he was just moving very messy for him to be in that situation. So that kind of like it kind of pissed me off. Um one thing I did like though, I did like that 
he showed a wide range of emotion, especially going through what he went through. Was that fault for, I think, his girlfriend or was it his fiance? Whatever. Girlfriend. He, all right, his girlfriend, yeah. because he fell asleep at the will. And you could tell that he was grieving, but still had to go through all this stuff. I mean, there were times that he actually had an anxiety attack. That was good. I see the movie isn't bad overall, but just certain things, certain ways that he moved kind of threw me off. But he's a good actor, though. I'll give him that. Believed him. He's a good actor. All right, Keith. After hearing your explanation about it, I understand what you're saying, Dave James. I thought it started off way too slow. I think the director, I don't think he was really strong enough. That sort of set up, right? Get it started. He's mostly done shorts. Uh-huh. Up until that, so he's been a second unit director, which either means you're doing stunts or B-roll. Action roles, yeah. you know, right. action stuff. That was his strong suit. Lead up to it and everything, that was definitely the weakest part. That was definitely the weakest link in that. So I thought it was all right. But mm-hmm. in the end, like I say, it, it started too slow. I got bored quickly. Once the action kicked off, it picked up a little bit. I didn't see the plot holes so much as I saw it as had the director been kind of led with the dramatic elements and been a little bit better at directing those elements, mm-hmm. I think it would have been a lot more enjoyable. You know what it reminded me of? If Dennis Villeneuve had directed this, kind of like he did Sicario, I would have liked this a lot better. I like the premise. I like the idea. But in the end, it was kind of so-so. I did think it was a little unbelievable that it kind of all lined up for him mm-hmm. to save this little boy mm-hmm. at the end. would have worked out a lot better if it had been more tragic and he was just the wrong place at the wrong time. And Boyd Halbrook just looks like a jerk, so he seems to always play a villain. Yeah, picked up yeah, his he's, same he's character from cast. Logan. Yeah, he's typecast yeah. like shit. He was definitely typecast in that role. I mean, the minute he popped on the screen, I'm like, he's a jerk. He's going to betray him. Yep, <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. That's the first thing I thought. I think the only time that he played somewhat of a hero, and he was even an asshole as a hero, was in Predators In Narcos. That's it. Yeah, Narcos and Predators. But like, he popped up. He was like. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, why are you believing this guy? Yeah, and he was just so nonchalant about it. It's like, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. What made it even worse is, like, the questions he was asking him kind of skirt past the information, the important information to get to some other shit, the shit about the political stuff. Like, dude, I've just been running around trying to stay alive, and you care more about the women I was talking to. That right. should have been a red flag for him right there. And he knows you can't trust anybody. <laughs> right. Right. So that's why I'm saying that he was moving very sloppily to the point that I was like, come on, man, do better. Once you got past the obvious villains and everything and you saw it, I like the way the action played out with John David Washington didn't look like or he didn't act like he was an action star. He kind of act like he was legit. Like he a was regular a, dude. Uh, yeah. Like a regular dude. So that worked out. But that that's it. Like I say, it's nothing really super special. A more experienced director would have handled it a lot better. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I, I, agree with you, I agree with you wholeheartedly because that movie, it started off slow. It started off slow. I think it didn't start picking up until he went back to the house. Yeah. And that was probably about, what, 30 minutes in? 30, 40 minutes in? The movie's about, what, close to two hours? Yeah, that was one of my gripes, that the movie was just a little too long. Mm-hmm. And I think, like Keith was talking about, the movie does start off really slow, like really, really slow. Right. And it seemed like that whole arc to get to corrupt police should have happened sooner. A couple of different lulls. So for me, this movie really would be something that 
Liam Neeson or Jason Statham would have done unknown with Liam Neeson is that level of movie. And mm-hmm. it looks nice, but it just doesn't flow well. I mean, it's not a terrible movie. No. But it just doesn't flow well. I mean, there's too many lulls, too many, I mean, like James was saying that somebody should have realized I shouldn't trust too many people <laughs> with too much information. And it's like, yeah, you know, people were chasing me and they had this and they're like, yeah, you might want to just chill with that. And it also makes me not want to visit Greece any longer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the movie shot well. I will say that. That, yeah, it shot well, but you know what? Kind of cheap. Maybe it was the camera they were using, the film they were using, or something. It looked a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 think I can't I explain it. It looks too. I think I know what you're talking about. It looks too. I'm not gonna say crisp. I cannot figure out the word to describe it. But there were points in this movie that I was watching. I was like, "Hold on, this shit looks totally different now." All right. You know, this looks totally different. Another scene would come up, it will go back to looking the way it was. Those scenes that I was talking about that looked totally different was the scene that uh, John David Washington's character and what's his name, Holbrook? Boyd Holbrook, yeah. Yeah, when they had their altercation, when they were about to probably kill his ass, mm. it looked totally different compared to the rest of the movie. And like, it didn't look bad, but I could tell there was a difference. I would just say this like, movies like The Fugitive, I mean, mm-hmm. this movie could have been maybe that level better than okay. I mean, right. Fugitive is a good movie. And it then, again, if you want to take the twist on it that you're dealing with corrupt government stuff, yeah, you can do that better, but it's just the director just couldn't pull that off. John David Washington can act. I think he's really dependent upon directors getting a good performance out of him. I mean, his father would have done this type of movie I want to say like the movie Out of Time. It's kind of like that. <laughs> His dad would have done it. He would have driven the film as opposed to the director kind of directing him in the films, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, it, I mean, I would say John David Washington doesn't have the charisma that his dad has. And but he's a good actor. He's a sound actor. But I mean, again, I, I, I think he's dependent yeah. upon a director getting that, yeah, getting that yeah. out of him rather than it just being natural. To him. Right. Being organic. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did a pretty good job. But I agree with you. I agree with you that he probably just need more of his acting chops. He'll be better. But I thought he did a good job. And it made me actually want to watch more of the movies that he's been in. Because I think I may have seen two with him in it. Perhaps the best one. I saw him in something else. I forgot what it was. I think it was a TV show. Probably Ballers, maybe. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go to scores. So, James, what score would you give Beckett? A six and a half. It was a good movie, but just the way that he moved kind of irritated me. Because if he wouldn't have just handled it differently, the movie would have probably been a little bit more interesting. It would have showed that this man actually understands the situation that he's in. It seemed like he understood it, but he didn't fully grasp the concept that he cannot trust anyone at all. He would have carried himself like that. Then I probably would have given this movie like a seven and a half, eight. Mm -hmm. But because he did not, because certain things that he was doing, I was just like, man, what are you doing? Like I said, I believe that he did a great job acting. He showed a wide range of emotion. Certain parts of the movie, I kind of like rolled my eyes at. Like I said, it's just little subtle things. Like the way he was just walking and running the whole time, like he was just hunched over. I mean, but I get it because he went through hell, got his ass beat several times, got stabbed, got his arm broke, got shot at, 
all this shit. But I was like, man, can you at least stand up? Try to stand up straight. Some of that, but that's just me being particular. And I him don't know, jumping man. off that parking garage at the end. I'm like, yeah, you probably wouldn't survive that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he was out in the crowd, right? Part of the protest. And I thought he was going to go to the front line to protest. I'm like, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Little things I'm nitpicking on, but I give it a six and a half. All right, Keith. I'm going to give this a 5.5. It was enjoyable. I probably won't see it again. A little out of his wheelhouse. I see what they were trying to do, and I appreciate it. But in truth, it was poorly executed. The director's no Denny Villeneuve and stuff, so he didn't have the, quite the impact that he could have had. And that, that opening segment was too slow. So the, the pacing is an issue. The acting was pretty good. John David Washington did a good job, I thought. So I'm going to say 5.5. I won't watch it again. Enjoyable for the first time. Good look. It's not terrible. Align with Keith and give it a 5.5. It's watchable, but it's watchable to a certain extent that if you like these types of movies, yeah, you'll get something out of it. Just need something to watch and you just turn it on and maybe go cook, clean the house. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, this movie is that kind of level. You just keep coming back to it every few minutes and peek back in. It's like, all right, well, I know where it kind of went to. But again, Liam Neeson would have done this type of movie maybe about five, six years ago. So like movies like nonstop from him is this type of movie, <laughs> but it's just one of those things where John David Washington needs to be able to grow as an actor. I mean, this is just a resume builder for him. It doesn't stand out. And I assume this is probably supposed to get a theater release, but somehow probably got shoveled to Netflix. I wouldn't see this movie coming out in the theaters and making money. I would have been disappointed too. No, I went where I need to go. I mean, this would have been like maybe $80 million, the max amount of money this movie would make. Non-COVID times. Start off at like 30-something. And then by the end <laughs> of it, yeah. Yeah, and then you just go back to the box office mojo. It's like, oh, hey, this movie grows $80 million. All right, that's, that's strange. <laughs> yeah, I mean, John David Washington probably just needs to do some better movies. That's all. <laughs> I mean, I believe he did a good job. But I agree with you. Pick his roles a little better. The director seemed like he said he's new. Or not new, but this is his first feature film. It's a little bit different when you're the head. Well, you it's know, the second, second one. Second but, year director, yeah. Being a second year director, that's, I mean, I'm not saying that's, that's bullshit because it's not. You're not dealing with the plot as a second year director. You're not dealing with the story. You're just getting B-roll, doing an action sequence, or just doing like just miscellaneous shit that is the beast game podcast